Thank you, Mr. President. I am uh, very honored to be here this evening and to return to Oxford, where I have a degree from, so it's nice to be back here. I'd like to start by telling you a Chinese proverb, and the proverb states that you cannot wake up a dog that's pretending to sleep. Martin Luther King spoke about how we were sleeping through a revolution during the Civil Rights Movement when the, the academics and the media and the politicians of the moment in the 1950s and early 60s didn't wake up to a changing society. And today, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, as leading scholars of some of the really impressive uh, speeches we heard this evening from the floor, is that we are in the midst of a revolution. It's a revolution sweeping the world. And when I came in this morning, this, rather this afternoon, to the Oxford Union, I saw a photo on the wall of Albert Einstein, who came here in this very hall and spoke. He spoke in 1933. 1933 was the year that the racial laws were passed in Nazi Germany and Albert Einstein and so many intellectuals were kicked out of universities for being Jewish, for being racially Jewish. And what nobody has spoken this evening about is anti-Semitism. The anti-Semitism of the past and the anti-Semitism of today, which is all around us. And if you are not a dog pretending to sleep, it's time that we wake up to this revolution. Anti-Semitism. Very briefly, I'll give you the history of anti-Semitism in about 60 seconds, so forgive me. But there were three basic phases. The first phase was religious anti-Semitism. The Jews were the wrong religion. And because they were the wrong religion and didn't accept the Christian notion of being saved and the Christian notion of the Messiah, their redemption was impossible. They were blocked by evil. But what makes anti-Semitism distinctive is that not only were the individual Jews redemption impossible in this worldview, but world redemption was hindered by the fact that the Jews were stubborn and didn't accept the Christian notion of the Messiah. When the worldview, when the dominant worldview shifted from religion to race and nation and ethnicity and biologically determined groups, the Jews were the wrong race. Jewish communities that lived for many, many generations in this part of the world were suddenly strangers in lands that they occupied and lived in for centuries. So to purify the nation, to purify the white race, the Jews who were contaminating the purity of the nation and the race had to be removed, and we know that this ended or culminated, if you will, in the Holocaust. Today, anti-Semitism is just as vile and powerful. It's not a thing of the past. It's not, unfortunately, history. Today, we know that the attack is on Jewish peoplehood, on notions of who Jews are as a people. And the attack, the demonization of peoplehood, the demonization and the delegitimization of Israel as the homeland for the Jewish people. We know that at the finest universities in the Western world, in the media of record, that this onslaught against the Jewish people is strong and powerful and is now part of the dominant culture as it has always been. But this anti-Semitism morphs and changes. But ladies and gentlemen, anti-Semitism is not a Jewish problem. History has showed us that this is the most vile form of hatred. And once this hatred is unleashed upon society, 
It begins with Jews, but it never ever ends with Jews. And we see this, what happened in Europe, six million Jews, innocent victims were killed, and we know nobody's debating the Holocaust here. But we know that not only did six million Jews die, but while the Western powers, the United States, Britain, Canada, and other countries waited and placed their stock on Hitler, defeating the communists, even though he was anti-Semitic, we saw that the violence that was carried out against the Jews filled European society. 80 million people were eventually killed in the Second World War that was brought on by the Nazis. Today, we are faced with a reactionary social movement. This reactionary social movement of jihadi Islam. Not Muslims, not Islam, and I want to be very clear, but radical, reactionary, jihadist, Islamist uh, social movement, which is using European anti-Semitism, the protocols of the elders of Zion, and as the central component of this reactionary social movement that is not only anti-Semitic and wants to openly and calls openly for the extermination of the Jewish people, the destruction of the state of Israel, it's also sexist. It's anti-Christian, it's homophobic, it's anti-democratic. It wants to place democracy and universities with another system that does not allow all of us to be equal under one legal system. And we in the West, no thank you, we in the West remain silent, creating a vacuum for the people like Le Pen and Trump to perhaps fill. But it's this anti-Semitism, the focus on Israel, the focus on the Zionists, the focus on the occupation, the focus on Netanyahu. Well, 300,000 Syrians are being annihilated, 12 million refugees. Yesterday there was a massacre at a university because women and, and, and young men dared to study certain subjects which is contradictory to this reactionary totalitarian movement. It uses Holocaust denial. Sheikh Kawadari, the head of the Muslim Brotherhood who started Islamic studies at Oxford University. Here, at your university, he was the, the founding member of the Board of Trustees of this fine center and this fine institution. He calls for the continued annihilation of the Jewish people. He said that all believers have to finish the work of Hitler. This is the discourse. So anti-Semitism begins with Jews but it doesn't end with Jews. And today, I'm arguing that we have to curtail, to find a balance between protecting democratic principles against these reactionary, violent, anti-Semitic, genocidal movements, on the one hand, to protect democracy from this, and also to protect our liberties, our universities, and our freedom of speech. Today in the United States, with the First Amendment and the freedom of speech, which was well articulated and argued here on, uh, among my opponents. Today, the United States of America, with the guarantee of the First Amendment and free speech, is the home of this international, interconnected internet. The domains of hate groups, the domains of the, the, the internet domains of Islamists who are calling not only for the destruction of people and the murder of people and calling for another Holocaust openly and unequivocally, they also use the internet and these echo chambers, as was stated earlier, 
to carry out their deeds. So, unfortunately, as Mr. Professor Evans said, Holocaust denial may not be mainstream in Oxford University, but we know it is mainstream in too many places in the world. Not only in echo chambers, but in too many societies. Right, and we, no, I, thank I you. No, thank that. you. I did not say that. No, thank you. <laughs> and that this is an issue, unlike Professor Lipstadt, that is of great concern today. The Holocaust is the anti-Semitism of, of, of 70 years ago, yes, but today there is a new wave of anti-Semitism which is being used as a fuel to reactionary social movement which is not just a threat to the Jewish people, it's not just a threat to the history, but it's a threat to all of us who want to study in universities, who, who believe in young girls to be literate and to go to school with this reactionary social movement forbids. So I would argue emphatically that the, 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 the motion, the limitations for on Holocaust denial and freedom of speech should be because what we are facing today throughout the world is an anti-Semitic movement that is using European anti-Semitism and Holocaust denial to further its goals and tragically, tragically, this reactionary social movement is furthering its goals. Its largest victim are Muslims throughout the world, from Nigeria to the Middle East. And this attack on our democratic principles must be stopped, and anti-Semitism and Holocaust denial in the contemporary context, not of 15 years ago or 70 years ago, must be confronted and understood by all of us. Thank you.